not everybody just automatically gets this, right? I mean, one of the biggest things that we all have been introduced to uh, over since the pandemic forbearance benefits were put in place uh, in 2020 is this concept of federally held student loans, right? And we've all been just rudely uh, reminded how confusing the student loan system has been since its inception. And, you know, you think you have federal student loans, but they might not be the right type of federal student loans, or you've got a mixture of federal student loans and private student loans. I mean, just in the, in the counseling that we've provided to veterinarians and veterinary students over the last 10 years, I mean, it's amazing how complex people's student loan portfolios can be. That is student debt expert and VIN Foundation board member, Dr. Tony Bartels. And this is the VIN Foundation's Veterinary Pulse podcast, special student debt series. I'm Jordan Benchia, Executive Director of the VIN Foundation. Join me as I talk with veterinary colleagues about critical topics and share stories, stories that connect us as humans, as animals, as a veterinary community. This podcast is made possible by individuals like you who donate to the VIN Foundation. Thank you. Please check the episode notes for bios, links, and information mentioned. All right, we are back again with another episode of our student debt series, and we are here with VIN Foundation board member and student debt expert, Dr. Tony Bartels, to talk about the latest in student loans. <laughs> Welcome, Tony. Yeah, I mean, this is becoming, uh, what, every every four months, three months? I mean, it seems yep. like we get a, <laughs> a dump of new information that we have to that we have to distill for everyone. So it's right. that time again. Yeah, and this, you know, this is probably the biggest news yet since the beginning of COVID when they announced a pause, right? I mean, this one has been has been threatened for quite a while now, right? So um, let's dive right in. And um, two days ago on Wednesday, Dr. President Biden, uh, on Wednesday, President Biden made a huge student debt announcement and really one that he's been talking about for a while, everyone's been asking about, but will you share with our audience the announcement? Sure. Well, it's, you know, this one, in, in addition to the announcement that was made earlier this year in April, are probably the two, the two most consequential. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, of course, this one got some huge headlines because um, we all learned that um, pretty much anyone with federally held student loans uh, would be eligible for up to $20,000 of cancellation. Now, there's some limits on that, right, and, and some of those because the, the cancellation is targeted mostly towards lower-income, middle-income families, so there are some income limits on there. So individual mm-hmm. uh, individuals that are earning less than 125000 or households that are earning under 250000 would be eligible for up to $20,000 of loan cancellation. Right. And this is, I mean, we've been hearing about people wanting President Biden to cancel debt, cancel debt, cancel debt. Is this what we thought it was going to be? Did we, we, you know, do you think that people are, it seems like 
uh, what we're hearing is that some people are not happy because it's not enough and other people are, ha- are feel like it's too much, right? You can never win. Of course. So. And I guess that means that you've done a pretty good job. I mean, if you, right. if, you piss, if you piss off people on both sides, you're probably doing the right thing. So, right. Um, you know, sure. I think, you know, the amounts, I, it, when it comes to veterinarians, right, amounts, the, the amount of whether it's 10,000 or 20,000 that you're eligible for to be canceled, um, are, are not necessarily appreciable right now, right. you know, for folks that have been in repayment for 20, 30 years, I mean, that they're going to have a, a bigger impact here, right? Because they generally have uh, less student loan remaining. This will mm-hmm. help to accelerate, um, you know, the elimination of that student debt. But for our, you know, recent grads, you know, anybody that's graduated in the last 10 years or so, I mean, this is really not appreciably going to reduce student loans, for most veterinarians, right? But at the same time, you know, if you can get $10,000 or $20,000 of your balance knocked off, you know, what's the old saying, you know, don't don't look a gift horse in the mouth, right? Right, I mean, right. Take it, <laughs> It's still $20,000, right? Exactly, right? And, you yeah. know, and that's really the most important part that, that, that I want to talk about is making sure that you're in a position to take advantage of it, right? Because it's mm-hmm. not everybody just automatically gets this, right? I mean, one of the biggest things that we all have been introduced to uh, over since the pandemic forbearance benefits were put in place uh, in 2020 is this concept of federally held student loans, right? And we've all been just rudely uh, reminded how confusing the student loan <laughs> system has been Right. Since its inception. And, you know, you think you have federal student loans, but they might not be the right type of federal student loans, or you've got a mixture of federal student loans and private student loans. I mean, just in the, in the counseling that we've provided to veterinarians and veterinary students over the last 10 years, I mean, it's amazing how complex people's student loan portfolios can be. And the announcements really hinge on you being able to know whether or not you have the right types of student loans that will be that will benefit from all of these goodies that have been uh, available for again federally held student loan borrowers uh, since the pandemic forbearance benefits were put in place March thirteenth of twenty twenty, right? So that's probably what we need to talk about next, right? So you know most people and I, I've I've seen this and, and we've we've kind of run with it for years, right? I mean most people who have graduated from veterinary school 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago, just assume that none of these things apply to them, right? That they don't have the right student loans or all the benefits are for, you know, new grads or students or people that are, you know, in school or just graduated recently. And that couldn't be further from the truth, the truth, right? Most of these most recent benefits are aimed at people who have been carrying student loans for a long time, mm-hmm. right? Now, that also intersects with the messiness around this federally held student loan concept, right? The people that have been in school, particularly before July of 2010, probably have some of the loan types that wouldn't be eligible for these particular benefits, but you have the opportunity between now and the end of end of the year in most cases to consolidate those loans so you can benefit from these announcements right so that's the thing that i really want people to know first right is know what loan types you have and if you don't have federally held student loans right now you're going to need to consolidate them before the end of the year into a direct consolidation loan 
in order to receive the $10,000 or $20,000 cancellation if you're eligible. Right. So, so that's the first step. And so I'm guessing that people's first question is going to be, okay, where do I go to find out what types of loans I have? Yeah. So you, the easiest way to do, there's multiple ways to do it. But the easiest way that we've found is for you to recreate or log into your studentaid.gov account. Anyone who has ever received a federal student loan from the Department of Education um, or either from the Federal Family Education Loan um, Program, which was available prior to 2010, uh, will have information in there, right? So this is, you know, kind of, this is the newer version of what FAFSA is, right? So everybody probably remembers FAFSA and their PIN and applying for federal student aid way back in the dark ages, right? But now it all goes through studentaid.gov, right? So you, you, you either have to resurrect the account that you have if you ever had that electronic version or, or if you predate, a, predate when the electronic version started, you can create an account with studentaid.gov, right? So you provide them an email, your social security number, and they're gonna find any student debt balances that you have on file there. And then you can download your federal student aid data file. And we've got a tutorial for how you can find your federal student aid data file once you're logged into the studentaid.gov website, right? But you want you that file is going to have all of the ugly historical details of your federal student loan borrowing career, right? And that those details you can then use to determine not only if you have the types of loans that would be required to consolidate in order to benefit, but also if you receive the Pell Grant. Right. So one of the thresholds for whether or not you receive $10,000 or $20,000 of cancellation uh, is whether or not you ever received a Pell Grant. And for some of you, that may have been so long ago that you may not remember if it was a Pell Grant or some other kind of grant or some other kind of scholarship. But you're going to want to know whether or not you received a Pell Grant so you can receive that $20,000 of cancellation if you deserve it. Right. So and that's one of the that's one of the criteria that the Department of Education is going to use to provide that additional amount of student loan cancellation. And we'll put a link to that tutorial and those links in the episode notes, as always. I'm guessing the second question our listeners are now wondering is, how do I begin to consolidate? And so, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, just one step there before, once you have that student aid data file, then I would encourage you to go over to binfoundation.org the student debt center, right? So go to the My Student Loans tool. It's also the same place that we have the tutorial on how you can find your student aid data file, but you're gonna upload that student aid data file. It's an ugly .txt file. You're gonna upload that file into the My Student Loan tool, and we have alerts set up that will tell you if you have the loan types that require you to consolidate, right? And once you work through that, or you know whether or not you have the loan types that require consolidation, then you can head back over to studentaid.gov and start the direct consolidation loan process. All right, so that's uh, consolidation, the direct consolidation loans uh, can also be done through the studentaid.gov portal. And so we'll be putting links to that as well in the episode notes. What else do listeners need to know about this targeted debt relief? Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's time limited, right? So they're, they're going to, and that's part of the other piece of the announcement, which extended the pandemic forbearance benefits through the end of the year. But ideally, they're going to 
automatically cancel what they can between now and the end of the year. And in the meantime, they're also going to produce some kind of application. So if you don't automatically receive the cancellation, you can apply for it. Right. But again, you have to consolidate your loans if you're in that group of folks who need to consolidate before the end of the year in order to receive any cancellation um, that you may be due um, if you fall under the income limits or have received the Pell Grant. Okay, and then let's talk about the second part of this announcement, which came on Wednesday, which was sort of a, oh, by the way, (laughs) additionally, um, what they're calling the final payment pause extension through December 31st, 2022, do we really think this is the final? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've, they've definitely used the word final and one last time. And, you know, they've been a little bit more, uh, I guess, strict about it this time. I, you know, who, I, who knows, right? right? right. It's been extended so many times now and they've said final before. Um, really, it probably depends on how the execution of what they've proposed goes, mm-hmm. right? If they, I mean, they, they don't have a lot of time here, right? I mean, we're, we're bearing down on just about three months left in the right. year and they've promised to do a lot, right? So I think depending on how that goes will determine whether or not they actually extend it beyond um, the end of this year, right? So, you know, they think, I think they, um, the estimates I saw, they believe that 20 million people should receive this student loan cancellation, mm-hmm. right? And they think that they can automatically do it for 8 million people, right? That leaves 12 right. million people. <laughs> and so, if, you know, if they don't, if they don't see kind of the expected applications for 12 million people that they then are going to process by the end of the year, well, then they may have to extend it beyond that. We'll see, right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I certainly don't get to make those decisions, but that out from the outside looking in, that to me probably has the most to do with whether or not they would consider extending it further, whether or not they left themselves enough time here to actually execute on all of these promises that were in the recent announcements. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um Then we heard about something else. (laughs) Um, And this is a mention of a new income-driven repayment plan. And wow, were there a lot of questions around this. So what do we know now? Yeah, they dangled this uh, new plan out there, a new income-driven plan that would lower the percentage of your discretionary income that you pay towards your student loans. Um, you know, not uh, limited information here. I mean, it seems like it's targeted mostly or the benefits are mostly going to be targeted to those folks that only have undergrad loans, right? Mm-hmm. So all veterinarians have graduate professional school student loans. Um, so, you know, it remains to be seen how much veterinarians might be able to benefit from any new income driven plan that might be available. Um, chances are that's not going to be available for anyone until at least sometime next year. Um, But I'm waiting to see kind of the the details that are gonna be announced and published for comment, hopefully in the not so distant future so we can see if there would be um, any ability for veterinarians to to benefit from that that new income through the payment plan. Right, okay. 
And if, you know, if for some reason people have been living under a rock for the last two and a half years, <laughs> what should they be doing now to prepare for, you know, either this new income driven repayment plan or debt relief or, you know, this final pause extension? Yeah, I, I would highly encourage you to do what we call a physical exam of your student loans, right? So obtaining a recent version of your student aid data file from studentaid.gov. Upload that file into the VIN Foundation My Student Loans tool. Right? We've got a lot of algorithms built in there to help identify a lot of these benefits and things that we see in your file that would require you to act, again, because it's just very difficult to know. A lot of these loans look the same. The loan servicers are generally pretty terrible at helping you understand what types of loans you have and what you might need to do. Um, really understand what repayment plan you're enrolled in now, how much your minimum monthly payment is, right? We do have, they did make some uh, changes this summer to the student aid data file where they put the interest rate data back into the file so we can show you what your weighted average interest rate is again before it was all zeros and we had to make a lot of guesses or manually calculate that. Um, it's a lot easier to see what your weighted average interest rate is or the various interest rates across all of your loans now. So that's really helpful information in making decisions for switching repayment plans, particularly if you've been using a time-driven plan like a, a standard 10-year or 30-year plan or an extended or graduated repayment plan. Um, and then weighing whether or not it makes sense for you to either consolidate your loans, switch repayment plans, and see if there's an income-driven plan that might benefit you uh, going forward. Because we're still, I mean, now we've had this new announcement mm -hmm. this week the, the announcement we had from April provided some significant incentives for particularly older borrowers to consolidate their loans, right? So we've kind of removed all of the traditional penalties that were associated with consolidating your loans, right? So one of the big reasons why folks who graduated a while back might not want to consolidate their loans is because they, if they were using a plan like IBR, they would lose that forgiveness time that they've logged. But between now and the end of the year, again, under the previous announcement mm -hmm. in April, you still retain all of that forgiveness time. In fact, they're going to give anyone and everyone with federally held student loans forgiveness consideration regardless of the repayment plan that you've been using, right? And this is, this is another game-changing announcement that's kind of now been swept under the rug because we're going to cancel right. you know, ten dollars or $20,000 of student loans, right? But most people that still have student loans from the, the 90s, the early 2000s, the early 2010s have been in repayment for mm -hmm. a long time, right? And forgiveness can trigger after 25 years of repayment time, right? So if you've been using an extended or graduated repayment plan for 22 years, now you have the opportunity to have that 22 years count towards forgiveness, which means you only have maybe three years left of repayment before you hit forgiveness and you're done with your student loans, right? But again, all of that depends on you identifying the loan types you have and making sure you have those federally held student loans. And if you don't, consolidating them before the end of this year so you can receive that special forgiveness count that would make you eligible for all of that repayment time that you've already logged, right? So there's, there's so many things going on now 
that you really, really, I mean, it's time. I mean, if you've been the the time to get it out, you have to get it out, (laughs) right? I mean, you got to get it out. And I know it's probably the time that you really most want to put your head in the sand because every time they announce something new, Mm -hmm. my head starts big, right? But there's every announcement has made forgiveness and cancellation and the importance of income driven repayment and knowing your options that are available because now so many more people right. can benefit from this than have in the past. And, and you, it, I would really encourage you to, the folks that we've done uh, message board posts with and, and done those physical exams and reviewed their treatment options, and you can see how we do that or how you can get that assistance on the uh, student debt help page on binfoundation.org. Um, I have been amazed at how much relief is available for folks who have graduated mm-hmm. in the 90s. Right. I mean, there's there's a a ton of benefits here. It's just, you know, picking through all of the nitty gritty to see, you know, what is your pathway forward in order to benefit? Okay, great. Yeah. I mean, that's it's it's helpful that we're at least providing some information. Obviously, we would love to have more information. Right. I mean, we hate we hate being we hate being in the dark about some of these things especially because we feel like we want to, the information we're providing, we want to make sure it's correct and right. And we're trying to do the best job we can, but there's, you know, there's still a lot more that information that we need, right? No, no doubt. Yeah. And uh, and hopefully we're going to see that. And hopefully we're going to see some of these things that have been announced this year start to take effect, right? I mean, I'm going to be really encouraged once we start to see the forgiveness qualifying time Mm -hmm. um, that we've all logged. Uh, start to show up in our student aid data file so we know how close we are to forgiveness, right? Yeah. Which is essential to planning going forward, right? Um, in terms of the pandemic forbearance benefits, uh, again, take advantage of them, right? You have no payment, no interest. You're still earning forgiveness time for the end of this year. Use that time to boost other areas of your financial wellness. Right, so making sure you have a robust emergency fund, boosting your retirement savings, saving for the down payment on a home or building a family or buying or starting a practice, all of these things that generally people would like to do, but find their student loans are kind of in the way of allowing them to do those sorts of things. Right? Use this flexibility that you have to jumpstart all of those other areas of your financial wellness. And your student loans, again, they're going to kind of, you know, after we see how much forgiveness time we all have available, you may be closer to ha- having your loans gone than you ever thought, mm-hmm. right? So there's really no good reason financially to make payments towards your student loans right now. Well, there's no payment due, there's no interest accruing, and there's a good chance that you may end up having them forgiven, right? If anything, take advantage of the opportunity the pandemic forbearance benefits provided to request a refund. You still now you have an additional three months and a few days here to request request a refund of any payments that have been made to federally held student loans, right? So I still I find a lot of folks, particularly students and very recent grads, who have paid a bunch of you know payments towards their student loans, and you know that's a really that's a really volatile time in your earnings career to be making payments towards something that is really 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 low on the risk spectrum of, um, of things in your financial planning. Mm-hmm. So uh, take advantage of these opportunities 
uh, request a refund if you're due, uh, due for one, use that money to pay off other less flexible debt, build that emergency fund, jumpstart those other financial wellness items that we were talking about. Great advice, Tony. Is there anything else we want our listeners to know about this news? Yeah, stay tuned for more, right? I mean, there's gonna have to be more detail provided. Um, again, get into that student aid account, find that student aid data file, upload it into the VIN Foundation My Student Loans tool, jump on the VIN and VIN Foundation student debt message board area so you can see how other colleagues are approaching this. You can see the questions that they're asking, right? Some of us don't even know what questions to ask, right? right. So that really helps with um, you know, educating you enough to know what questions you should be asking about your student loans, and then you can participate in those discussions as well. Mm-hmm. So that's how we provide that personalized student debt assistance if you need it. And it's available to any veterinary student and veterinarian. That's great. Thank you so much, Tony, for all of your information and for really just, as always, diving in headfirst and, you know, helping colleagues um, We're very, very grateful. And for any listeners out there, please let us know if you start to see those changes in your student debt files, let us know so that we can we can let others know. Absolutely jump on the message boards. It's a huge resource of of colleagues out there that can weigh in and share information. And it's a great resource. And as always, also reach out if you have questions and we will have a lot of links and information in the episode notes. Um, Thanks again, Tony, for being here. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, and and good luck, everyone, and and please reach out for help and ask lots and lots of questions. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Veterinary Pulse. Please check the episode notes for additional information referenced in the podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow, subscribe, and share review. We welcome feedback and hope you will tune in again. You can find out more about the VIN Foundation through our website, vinfoundation.org and our social media channels. Thank you for being here. Be well.